The final event for the cross-country team occurred this week as they competed in the Jesuit Championships while we get some end-of-the-year awards to the football guys and our soccer team gets the final ranking of the 2023 season. We're going to talk about this and much, much more on this week's State of the Marauders podcast. High arcing floater, too strong. Rebound tapped around. The three to win the game. No good. And Brett survived. The Marauders have won their first sectional championship since 2014. 2-2 is in the air to right field. Going back is in front. The rehab. He makes the play. And St. Peter's Prep retains its glory on the diamond. The Marauders are your 2023. Two seconds left, cleared aside by Kirk, and we have a final. St. Peter's Prep, the kings of Hudson County, for the first time since 2019. Downfield, Sayuo battling Lois. Sayuo onside. Sayuo delivers for St. Peter's. Here's Jude with nine, if eight, with seven. Sergeant scores! Pass, complete to Reese. Out, give me a first now. Out, gonna do it. Welcome to episode number 132, sponsored by the one, the only, our Patreon supporters. Yes, our Patreon supporters have been great. Again, we're up to a lucky 17 so far, including newcomers Colin Ward, Matt Conway, and, of course, Ty Flott. Perhaps subscribe to us. We would like to have your support of the program again. A little bit of a break between the fall and winter seasons. So sign up today at patreon.com slash day of the murder. Only $2 a month. And you get live updates right from your phone. From any game or match recovery, you get the podcast and video form right to your phone. You get it before everybody else does it. And much, much more. And again, you get a seven-day free trial once you sign up as well. So make sure you sign up today at patreon.com slash state of the marauders. Well, I am your host once again for this week's episode of the podcast, Renato Rodriguez of the class of 2010, and not much to talk about this week except for the fact we're going to go right into the nitty-gritty of what we got, cross-country guys winning back-to-back championships, and again, it, it, it's, it, it was a great time for our cross-country guys because, again, they're looking to do something that hasn't been done in the last 10 years, all right? Remember, last year when they competed in this event, it was the first time they had won since 1950, right? Now, they're trying to get some momentum from the the meter champions. They did well. Now, how did they do the Jesuit championships? Well, let's just say the Marauders had an absolute one, two, three, finish. 
with those three guys right in the middle right there. Tommy O'Brien, front and center. He would win the race. And, I mean, he just had a great year. He just had a magnificent year. And he's going back next year as well. So, Tommy O'Brien, beast of an athlete. He gets first place. The Rocks Brothers, again, also right next to Tommy on that screen. Ivan and Liam, they were finished second and third as well. So, a top three finish from Marauders. Get up, bro. We got Cheyenne Hurley there on the side in sixth place overall. Leon Teleska in 13th, and Colin Rutledge in 15th as well. They would win the overall title by a whopping 22 points. Yes, 22 points over McQuaid Jeshua to get their back-to-back Jeshua championships. First time a team has done that in 10 years. Also, for our freshman guys, they also compete in this race, and they would get a third place overall finish, and it was another great race for our guy Harry Anderson. He would end up second place overall. And again, what a rookie campaign for Harry Henson, the cross country team, as well. I mean, fantastic job by him all year round. If I were to make a top five athletes list, okay, for the fall, which I'm not going to do, I'm not this is just a hypothetical, ladies and gentlemen, okay. You have you would have to put Tom O'Brien and Harry Anderson there as as definitely top five. I also would like to put Matt Sabrath up, Cyro, and Simon Yanez as well, because they all three guys were, were, were magnificent all year round for the Marauders. And if I were to put a top five, may, maybe I would put Joe Sion as well. He had an overall great couple of years, even this year as well. He was great. I would also have to put a couple of Fond. So got a lot of great names. This is why I can't make a top five athletes of the fall season because there's too many great athletes this fall. There's too many. But stay tuned again. End of the year awards. We will dictate who gets rookie, junior, sophomore, etc. Once the year ends, we'll, we'll recap all that. But again, congratulations to the cross country guys. Again, gender champions. We wish them all the best as they were starts preparing now. For their indoor track campaign. All right. All right. So that's pretty much the main news of the week. But there's going to be some other things we need to talk about as well. So without further ado, it is time for the news of the week. And it's going to be sponsored by our very own State of the Marauder Sports Report Club. So Ben... Tell us, as the club president, about the State of the Marauder Sports Portals Club. Hello, everyone. My name is Ben Novoselic, class of 2024, and I'm the president of the State of the Marauder Sports Reporters Club. If you're interested in sports media and prep athletics, this is the perfect club for you. Stay tuned for the morning announcements and activities fair once school begins for news on how to... Thank you to Ben for that. And again, we meet every E-Days in the Brannock Center. Again, E-Day has just passed, so stay tuned for after Thanksgiving for the next E-Day, which you can join the State of Mars Sports Reporters Club. A lot of information coming up as we head into the winter season. But now, let's talk about the news of the week. (laughs) 
in this week's news of the week, we're going to start off, first of all, by talking about the football all-division awards that came out by the Super Football Conference this week. And as we take a look now at the screen, we got eight nominees for our Marauders. Let's give them a round of applause. We're going to go with the first team, starting off on the offensive line. This guy has been consistent. He's been the most durable left tackle in the game. You know, there's been so much leadership and stability that he's given them. He's been great week in and week out. And to me, that left tackle position is one of the most important positions in the game. So, I want to give it up for Cooper LaFont. All right. Also joining him on the first team. I mean, none other than the tackle machine himself on the defensive line. 78 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, and two sacks, providing game great leadership as well. And his 78 tackles led the team as a whole. Number 99, Joe. That's signing. Joe was signing. Congratulations. All right. For the second team nomination, this guy led wide receivers in yards with 355, 28 receptions. Also had a touchdown as well. The senior right out, number 88, Dallas Reese. Also representing the second team, another guy on the offensive line who had durability all year round. Steven Lazam. Also, this guy played both ways all year round. Played offensive line and defensive line. 36 tackles, two tackles for loss, and one cost fumble of this senior number 58, Xavier Miles. Also, this linebacker who was so dependable, so durable, caused havoc. 72 tackles, two tackles for loss, three sacks. Number eight, Samad Bailey. This guy also played both ways as a defensive back and as a wide receiver. 17 tackles, one tackle for loss, one interception, one fumble recovery, 31 receptions, 318 yards. Number one, Hassan Moore. And finally, honorable mention, this guy was the second linebacker nominated. He had 59 tackles, two tackles for loss, three sacks. Number 32, Marvel Davis. So congratulations to our Amarars again, Cooper Lafon, Joe Assign, Dallas Reese, Steven Alzama, Xavier Miles, Samad Bailey, Sam Moore, and Marvell Davis. So congratulations once again. And again, all those guys are seniors, so we wish them good luck 
in their future endeavors. All right. Moving on now to our next topic. The soccer team have their final rankings released by both NJ Athletics, okay, and NJ.com, okay? And they're both pretty even. They're both pretty even. We're going to look at the NJ Athletic rankings right now, and it's going to be revealed. You can't see it because that's blocking the way. Number nine for our St. Peter's Put Marauders. Number nine in the NJ.com top 20 and in the NJ Athletic soccer rankings as well. Again, you had Cena Hall, Delby, CBA, Ramsey, Pingree, Bergen, Princeton, Carney. And the only reason why Carney is above the Marauders is because they won a sectional title. So, again, congratulations, Carney Carlos winning their sectional title. Congratulations, to Marauders winning the county title. And, again, if you know CBA, Pingree, they both played each other. They're both top five teams. So, again, it's very tough. North, non-public A. Again, yeah, CBA, Pingree, Cena Hall, Delby, Bergen, not it's a lot of competition, not public area. So, again, ninth place overall there. And NG.com will also be a ninth place overall finish as well. And it is their first, is their best top 20 ranking to end the year since 2019. And again, they beat Carney twice, right? They. Finished 17 and 4. They had two double digit goal scorers in Matt Sabrero and Philip Sidewell. They're both going to be coming back next year. So, again, they got as high as number six this year. Could this team be a top five team in the state next year? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. But again, congratulations to our martyrs who finished 17 and 4 and finished as the number ninth ranked team in the state of New Jersey. All right. Moving on. We're now going to talk about... What else are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about the SPP wrestling schedule, which was released a couple weeks ago, but since we're getting closer to the season, I figured we we do a little dissection of what's to come for our wrestling marauders. We talked about the basketball schedule last week. There were some changes. So we're going to release that graphic on social media most likely sometime this week for Thanksgiving holiday. So stay tuned for that at SOT Martyrs. But let's talk about our wrestling guys. And they're going to have some tough competitions early on. They got the Beast of the East. That's always the, the premier competition in the East Coast from Newark, Delaware to start off. Then they got invited to Oklahoma this year. Taking the National Wrestling Hall of Fame duels. So that's going to be quite the spectacle for our Marauders. Then they take on the Sam Cali Invitational. Before starting their dual action, well, the, the, technically they're, they're taking on the, the, the Oklahoma duels, but in terms of New Jersey duels, their first overall duel will be against one of the top programs in the state, in my opinion, Bergen Catholic. And boy, the barn's going to be electric on generator. Everyone's got to show up for that one because that's going to be insane. Then, and a couple of things after that, then you get the New Jersey Catholic team was down on CBA, which you got all the Catholic teams. You got CBA. You got Delby. You got 
though, Bart. I mean, you got a lot of Catholic schools out there. So that's going to be an insane match. Then you got Skip the Rock. Then you got another home duel against Passaic County Tech. Then you got the Pine Barren duels. Then you got Red Bank. A try me between Prep, Dominic Catholic, and St. John Vianney. Then St. Benedict's Prep, and maybe even another duel. We don't confirm this. You know, it says this on HI website, so I don't know if it's 100% accurate, but. Also, handle the park could be a home do as well. So, that could be four consecutive home matches for the Marauders before they take on the Hudson County Duels at Kearney on February 3rd. Then you got the non public group A championships for the teams. The Marauders hosted that matchup last year, which they defeated Paramus for going on the road to Del Barton and losing there. Then you got districts, then you got regions, and then you got the individual state championships. I looked at the schedule. I looked at the schedule. You might see some State of the Marauders action down in Atlantic City this year. I looked at the schedule. The semifinals potentially for basketball would be on the 29th, but I think they would skip a couple days. So I, I could potentially go to Atlantic City and then cover the final afterwards. So, again, remains to be seen, but a loaded schedule for our same Pittsburgh Wrestling Marauders. Again, looking to be, again, in that top five programs in the state. Wrestling, they they just keep going. Uh, I mean, it was a great season last year for our Marauders, in which head coach Anthony Goody has done a tremendous job in changing the narrative of the program, changing the way it's it's been for the last couple of years. It just, it just keeps evolving, keeps growing. Last year they ended seventeen and two. Last year, okay, <laughs> they ended up seventeen and two last year. How will they do this year? We're going to find out. Uh, again, they, were, they had 19 total matches last year. Okay? I think this year there's a little more emphasis on the individual aspects of it. But I think with those duels in Oklahoma, they might be able to get to 19. We'll, we'll see. Because the, the year before that, they were 12-2. and two. So we'll, 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 we'll see how they do overall. But again, loaded schedule for our wrestling marks. Okay. Moving on to our last component. Okay. Moving on to our last component. We're going to recap one more time our top five moments of a fall season. I know we talked about this last week. I posted on social media, but we're going to take a look at it one more time from this perspective. The graphic, okay. Again, we asked you guys on, on the app, what moments would you add on there? What moments would you like to change? And, and we got a couple of you know football beating Premise Catholic, and I agree. You know, if there was a five A and five B, I would put the football game against Premise. That was a great game, great victory for the squad. It was great, and. I, I was torn between water polo and, and, and football. You know, if I had if I had a top ten, top ten moments, I definitely would put all that in there. But just being five, I, I figured water polo. You know, that was more impressive, winning nineteen to eight in the opener. You know, football they won by by a score, so that's the only reason why I would put water polo over football. 
But again, that victory was great. That was that was a great game by the Marks. So though it was great. It was excellent. So at number five, Waterpolo destroys Rither there, 19 in the opener. Number four, Josh Anders became the winningest head coach in prep soccer history by passing John Irvin, the class of 83. Number three, Track would win the Hudson County title for the seventh year in a row. And then number two and number one both deal with soccer, defeating Cardi in some aspects. The first matchup, the double overtime victory, Philip Syro, the hero, which that was the first time they defeated Cardi since 2019. And then in the Hudson County final, they would beat Cardi for a second time with Philip Syro getting the overtime winner. Not the overtime winner, the, the winner with two minutes left to go in that one. And yeah, you know, it was a great fall season for all teams. So I want to congratulate all our fall athletes because that was a great season. Great job overall throughout fall marauders. And now we were coming on to winter. You know, we'll start doing some previews pretty soon. Okay. Do some previews pretty soon. And I also want to plug this podcast in because you know a little bit slower news on the state of Marauder side of things, but but these guys, they, they just came out with their week 11 predictions for the NFL season. So if you're not heard about these this, these guys' podcasts, take a listen right now. I'm Ignacio Mara alongside Jackson Briamonti. And, you know, we're just here to promote an advertisement. Jackson, would you like to explain what the advertisement is? Yeah, so we're here promoting our podcast, Chalk Talk Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find your podcasts. Um, we also have socials such as Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. You want to follow those for additional content along with the podcast. You know, challenge videos, trivia videos, all that good stuff. You know, we're just two friends that talk sports. You know, we have interviews, cover the latest news, do hot takes. You know, just all the good stuff in the sports world. Getting it out there for you guys to listen and enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're just debating hot takes, all that, and we'll be covering some, some Marauder sports this year, too. So uh, just check us out. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, Chalk Talk Podcast. Enjoy the rest of your event. Chalk Talk out. So, again, if you haven't done so, follow Chalk Talk Podcast on Instagram, on Spotify, and on YouTube as well. They got the, the flip so from week 11 on there as well. So they, they do a good job. They just came back from Kairos. You hear more about them. They've been on here a couple times. But I, I think you're going to see a lot more of Jackson and Iggy involvement in the podcast pretty soon. Hint, hint. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for another edition of the State of the Murders podcast. I want to thank you all once again for tuning in to another episode. All right. We're looking forward to starting to preview our winter teams next week. We're going to talk about some bowling. We got some bowling we starting up right as we come back from Thanksgiving break. Then we go into wrestling season. We got some wrestle-offs to start off. And then we got ice hockey, basketball, and wrestling to boot. So, winter's just around the corner. The cold air's coming in. Get, 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 your, get your, your hands ready. Get them warmed up because it's about to be winter season here at St. Peter's Prep. I'm Renato Rodriguez of the class of 2010 signing off. And as always, let's go.